0: i wanted to draft the top five most disappointing storylines in world football this season given that we're almost 75 percent of the way through with uh, the season this year i kind of just wanted to reflect and look back on the things that have happened so far and kind of gauge and analyze, man, which ones were overall the most disappointing storylines that we have that we were feeling hopeful about. And that at the end of the day, end up being overwhelmed by just sheer disappointment. So the number one draft pick, my number one go-to pick here that I'm going to just easily go with has to be Neymar Jr. season. There was a time, man, at the beginning of the season before the World Cup started where Neymar Jr. had 10 goals and 10 assists in all competitions prior to the World Cup. He was on an insane rise. He had an incredible start to the season and it was truly just him and Holland, I think, that were performing at that level in world football. The World Cup comes and, I mean, I was feeling hopeful about that Brazilian team because of the way that Neymar was playing. I mean, I went so far as to... As to say something like this. I have Brazil lifting the World Cup trophy for the first time in 20 years. I have Brazil reminding everyone of the prowess that they are capable of on the biggest stage of this sport. And I have Neymar Jr. in tears lifting up the World oh, Cup trophy for the breathe. first time in his career. Brazil's winning the 2022 FIFA World Cup. <sighs> I mean, folks, you sometimes you just say some things and, uh, and you look like a fucking idiot. All right. And it happened. It happened, boys. It happened, folks. All right. I went all in on Brazil and I ended up just being let down off of that crazy quarterfinal matchup against Croatia where they lost in the penalties. Fucking Marquinhos misses his shot. The game is done. Croatia is on a fucking dream of a run. But during that tournament, we saw that Neymar got injured. Neymar had to miss, I think it was a couple of games, which is already kind of foreshadowing the future disappointment we would experience with him in world football because after the World Cup and after that disappointment and after not making it past to the semifinals and facing off against Argentina and bringing Brazil a World Cup trophy, Neymar went back to club football and once again got injured. Once again was left on the sidelines during a crucial Round of 16 matchup in the Champions League. And once again, PSG fell short, even with the greatest player of all time, and Lionel Messi, and probably the greatest player on the rise right now, Kylian Mbappe. So for me, Neymar has had just, what started off as a dream season, turned into a nightmare season. And by extension, PSG also underwhelming across the whole landscape of the sport. But going on, we're gonna go with my second draft pick of the most disappointing storyline in football, This one is a little bit personal for me because I'm going to have to highlight Liverpool's tumultuous season, bro. To myself, to a lot of other Liverpool fans, and to world football fans in general. The reason we're so shocked at how badly Liverpool has performed this season is because of the level they were at just a a year ago, man. Competing for four titles, and let's not overlook that. They were genuinely competing for... Not one, not two, not three, but four titles. And they were actually in the race to potentially win them. They ended up getting two victories there, being uh, the domestic cups, but fell one point short of the league and fell to Real Madrid in the final 1-0. So that's all it took. That's all. That's the fine margins that came between Liverpool being probably one of the greatest teams of all time. So at the very least we expected that they'll compete for the Premier League this season. We expected that in cup competitions they would still be a really tough team to face off against and especially in the Champions League Liverpool's proven to be a really really good team and we thought or at least I thought that they would be somewhat formidable in that tournament. And if I'm being honest man, I think I'll go out on the limb here and say that I do think this is the end of Liverpool's dynasty. I think this is where this incredible Liverpool run Ultimately comes to an end. I've been thinking about this Liverpool team that uh, we've been seeing for the past few years and what they could have achieved. When you really think about it, man, this Liverpool team at the end of the day has a few domestic cups, which is you know nice. It's nice to have that. I'm not going to take that for granted. They have one Premier League title and they have one Champions League trophy. Obviously, there's more trophies all around. There's more to see, but in my opinion, the biggest ones are the Champions League and the Premier League and then domestic cups. Liverpool did have a genuine shot to have three Premier League titles and three Champions League titles in this three four-year run that they've had. The two finals that they lost against Real Madrid in the Champions League, if that result had been flipped, that's three Champions League victories for Liverpool right there. And then falling short to Manchester City two times by one point is insane margins and is what came between Liverpool having three trophies in the Prem versus only having one. That's really crazy to think about because legacy-wise, imagine how this team would be looked at now if they had this sort of season that they're having now, but they had three trophies to show for in both the Champions League and the Premier League. That, to me, would change the whole narrative around this team right now. I'd be completely fine with how Liverpool is performing this season because at the end of the day, we we got some incredible, incredible silverware to be proud of. But this season is sort of reminiscent of that feeling. I think Liverpool fans, and including myself, feel that we should have gotten a little bit more out of this generation. We should have accumulated more wear throughout these past few years because this team was incredible. One of the best teams I've ever seen play. And to just have it in like this with us not even competing for a single title, it hurts, man. It really does hurt. And that height that we could have achieved if we had just won those finals and you know gotten a little lucky honestly could have changed the whole scope and narrative of this liverpool team so to me they're number two most definitely number third draft pick is going to be a team that i think uh is a bit of an enigma because in the league level they're performing incredible they're going to win a title they're going to be the champions of their league and you already know where i'm going with this one it's barcelona baby and I think that's why I put them at number three because if they weren't competing for the La Liga title and if they didn't have that in the bag, then maybe I I'd be putting I'd be putting them in that number two number one category. But Barcelona, to me, disappointed in Europe, which is bizarre to say. Bizarre to say, man, for a team that I grew up watching, just constantly uh, be a giant in the Champions League to constantly being contention to almost surefirely, if that's even a word, make it to the semifinals of the biggest European competition available. And they're out here getting pounced in the group stage of the Champions League, man. Pounced, dominated, embarrassed. Moreover, they go over to the Europa League once again for the second year in a row. And they lose out before even making the quarterfinals. Barcelona, man. Barcelona. The Catalonian Giants. Not even making it to a quarterfinal appearance in the Europa League. Insane, man. Insane. Losing out to uh, Manchester United in the round of 16, I believe. And having the talent. Having the players. Having the skill to be able to make a deep run in this tournament and be champions of the Europa League. At the very least, they didn't do it, man. They didn't do it. So I'm going to be harsh on them for that. Because I know that Barcelona fans, despite them having such a good season in the league, do feel that they deserved more. Do you feel like they wanted more, man? This squad on paper is at the very least a semi-final Europa League squad. At the very least. The way they lost out to Man United, they look like the weaker team, man. They really did. And I think Barcelona kind of represents an extension of a disappointment I have towards La Liga this year as well. Because if it wasn't for Real Madrid in the Champions League right now, in the quarterfinal set to face off against Chelsea... I'd say that La Liga took a major, major hit this season, man. If you look at all other cup competitions, Europa League, Europa Conference League, and look at the La Liga teams that performed in those tournaments, almost all of them are out. I think the only one left is actually Sevilla, which is just random to say, man. Weird to say that Sevilla, who started off in the relegation battle this season, is outside of Real Madrid the only other team competing in a European Cup competition. Insane. Number four, man, we're going to go over to the Prem. When you think about Premier League, outside of Liverpool, what other team do you think has disappointed the most? It's definitely Tottenham. It's definitely Tottenham. Tottenham and the Conte saga is one way that you can look at this. You can look at Conte and the uh, honestly uh, subtle impact that he ended up having on Tottenham. You would think that a coach like him would be able to overcome that Tottenham juju that tottenham vibe that tottenham curse if you will and i thought that he might be able to do that but no no it's been disappointment after disappointment bad result after bad results and you can look in any tournament man any competition that you like champions league as well getting knocked out of the round of 16 by an italian team no offense pretty crazy man pretty crazy. Somehow still in the fight for a top four spot in the Premier League, but I think that's an illusion. I think that that dissuades people from seeing the truth of this Tottenham team. This team is ass, bro. Ass. You look at signings in the summer, like Richarlison, Basuma, having damn near invisible impacts on this team. I look at this Tottenham team and I just, I look at it like a, like a frustrated father, man. It's been years of this bullshit, man, decades, decades of this bullshit, man, not a single domestic cup to show for in the last 20 fucking years, and I thought, man, I just thought that with one of the greatest goal scorers that the Premier League has seen in Harry Kane, one of the best head coaches coming from Italy, some of the best players just being rounded up by this team, having an incredible stadium, that stadium, my God, one of my favorite stadiums in world football, you would think that something would come from it. Oh, man, that's football, man. That's football right there. It frustrates me to that, to my core. And I'm not even a Tottenham fan, but I'm objective nowadays, man. This show got me to be ob- objective. And so I'm looking at these teams, and when I see a team that should be way better than what they actually are, I get frustrated. So Tottenham, fourth most disappointing storyline in this season, man, because I didn't want to give them a title by putting them in number one, but I could have, man. I could have, but Tonham don't deserve no title, brother. Final and fifth biggest disappointment at the number five draft slot. I am going to be going with Mexico. I think Mexico has been disappointing overall. I think it's important that I say this because if Saltero was here, he'd be saying that it wasn't a disappointment because he already saw this coming. He knew this was going to happen. But you guys saw how I got during that World Cup. Y'all saw how excited, how optimistic, I mean, just how much of a fan I became when Mexico was set to reach the stage of the World Cup and compete. I'll say it now, man. Despite how bad everything has gone, Mexico is making it out of the group, but my God, have they done everything to convince me otherwise. I see something special happening here for this lackluster Mexican team. And I'm telling you right now, Mexico gets a 2-0 victory. Yeah, it'd be great yeah, yeah, to finally yeah. beat them at the World Cup. I think, max, it'll be a draw. Oh, <laughs> max. But I think there's a good chance it'll be a draw. Like, as in, I don't think it'll be a miracle if it happens. I think a win would be a miracle. What group has the biggest chance to have a shocker? Uh Group C, Mexico will qualify. <laughs> Why are y'all laughing, bro? Come what on. What the fuck? Bro. I'm tired of this Look shit. Look at that. We're not eliminated. Look at bro. it. I didn't even do that shit. Uh, it ain't done till it's done, bro. It's done, brother. Damn. I had them. At the very end of the day, I had them making it to the round of sixteen despite what happened in the qualifying cycle despite the drama behind the team despite guys like tata martino leading this squad countless players countless weird decisions and countless of uh, toxic drama around this team and i still gave them the benefit of the doubt silly me silly me that's the beauty of the sport folks no matter how bad a team is playing When you support that team with your whole heart the way I do with Mexico, I mean, y'all just saw how I went off on Tottenham, and I'm not a fucking fan of them. Imagine how I'd be with a team that I fucking support till I die. That game against Saudi Arabia almost had me, man. It almost had me. And we got so fucking close, but it's fitting. It's fitting that we weren't able to pull it off because that's what represents this team, man. There's so much potential. There's so much promise But at the end of the day, not enough to have any sort of impact on the international stage. So to me, this is why they're at number five in the disappointing uh, draft slot here. Because that happens and then we go on to have a very interesting couple of months. The World Cup showed a new side to Mexico that we honestly haven't really seen. A Mexican side that is trying to figure itself out trying to set itself up for success these next three, four years with the World Cup coming to their home country. And it starts off with Diego Coca getting hired, which I'm not critical of. I'm not going to be critical of that yet. I won't have a good gauge of him until he actually coaches mexico in a, in a in a tournament such as a nation's league or as the uh, gold cup so we'll see what happens then but outside of that man the mexican federation the way that people have been talking about this team the way that players have been performing i mean you would think that a guy like raul jimenez would see what happened at the world cup and take it upon himself to be like you know what i want to be mexico's go-to striker i got this youngster santi jimenez trying to vie for my spot Fuck that, man. I'm about to play the best football I have internationally, and I'm going to make my nation proud. Instead, we get a disaster class. A disaster class. A performance that honestly has me questioning if he even deserves a spot in this international team. And that goes for a number of players, man. That goes for a number of guys that I'm just not seeing true motivation, true will to want to flip the narrative around this team. And I know it's going to take time, but overall, the start This short start that we've had so far to this new Mexican era, I think has been a little disappointing. A lackluster, underwhelming victory against Suriname, 2-0. Santi Jimenez missing a penalty in that game. Followed by a 2-2 tie to Jamaica at the Azteca, where we were chasing the game. Where we were trailing them two times in a row. Not good, man. Not good. So to me, that's number five fifth most disappointing narrative in world football folks let me know in the comments what do you think has been one of the most disappointing storylines in world football this season let me know if i missed any of these and if you feel like venting if you feel like letting a little bit of disappointment out a little bit of anger out uh, please feel free and comment in the comment section so make sure to rate us five stars on spotify if you haven't already subscribe to our youtube channel and i will see you guys soon peace